Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello there, my name is Jessica, and this is the Sunshine Girl podcast. Now, on this podcast, we deal with everything life and living it, personal development, relationship issues, and so much more. And so I'm hoping that you sit back and enjoy. A lot of this content has been repurposed from my YouTube channel. That's the Jessica OS channel. And it's repackaged and brought to you right here on your favorite podcast platform. And so sit back, relax, and enjoy. In today's age, you may be a pro at navigating social circles and perhaps even successful in drawing the attention of that special girl. However, a small misstep in phone etiquette could quickly thwart all your gains. Yes, phone etiquette is an often overlooked aspect of modern communication, and it's important, you see. So today, I'm giving you nine phone etiquette rules every guy must know about when engaging a woman over the phone. So make sure you stay tuned. So nine etiquette rules every guy must know about when engaging a woman over the phone. Let's delve into it. Number one is unsolicited video calls. You heard me, right? Imagine you're in the middle of a workday or perhaps just out of the shower and your phone buzzes with an unexpected video call. Invasive, right? Unsolicited video calls can be invasive and disruptive, especially if she's not expecting them. It's always best to make sure that the recipient is available and willing to participate in a video call before you actually make one. You'll be surprised at how many guys get this wrong. Number two, asking for nudes. Now, this isn't just about etiquette. It's about respect and it's about consent. Such requests can be invasive, disrespectful and outright dangerous. Photos and videos fall into the wrong hands of people all the time, and people have taken their lives over it, so it's a serious matter. Now, asking for nudes is never okay unless you've already established a relationship where sharing such material is mutually acceptable. Otherwise, take note that asking for nudes can be a form of sexual harassment and can be very distressing for her. If you're interested in a woman, it's important to respect her boundaries and not pressure her into sending you nude photos. Number three is overuse of abbreviations, memes, or emojis. Now, it is true that everyone uses abbreviations, memes, emojis once in a while, right? Like LOL, Be Right Back, and all these funny ones that have popped up in recent times. And these actually add flavor to a conversation. But over-reliance on them can actually muddy the waters, making the chat hard to decipher. It's important to strive for clarity and simplicity when using abbreviations and emojis. Now, here are some tips, right? You want to use them sparingly. You want to use like stuff that is commonly understood, right? Um, you want to use emojis that are appropriate for the context of the conversation, not just some random stuff because you have them, right? Use abbreviations, emojis, and memes that don't make the chat difficult to read, okay? Number four is being culturally unaware. So texting someone from another culture, well, it's your responsibility to be aware of their customs and sensitivities. A gesture that's casual in one culture could actually be deeply offensive in another. For example, in some cultures, eating with your left hand is considered unclean. They believe that the left hand is used to wipe your butt, literally, when you're using the toilet. 
In other cultures, crossing your leg is considered impolite and can be seen as a sign of disrespect or arrogance. Yet still, in other cultures, it's a perfectly acceptable way to sit. Winking, for instance, is considered a sign of flirting or sexual interest, correct? Well, in some cultures, it can be considered rude or offensive. As you can see, it's also important to be aware of the different meanings that certain words and phrases can have in different cultures. It's also best to err on the side of caution and avoid making any gestures that you're not sure about. If you're unsure about whether a particular gesture is offensive, it's always best to ask someone from the culture in question. Okay. Number five is being overly sexual or making inappropriate jokes. So texting, unlike face-to-face -face conversations, offers a screen of separation of sorts, right? It's a detachment. And this detachment sometimes feels as if we're interacting with a device rather than another person. We'll feel that our words may not have the same impact as they would in person, but that's not true. It's a misconception. Now, just because you can't see the woman's immediate reaction doesn't mean that your words aren't affecting her deeply. Behind every text message is a real person with feelings, with emotions, with experiences. When one sends messages with sexual overtones or off-color jokes, they risk the receiver feeling uncomfortable, objectified, or even threatened. Remember, everyone has different boundaries, and what may seem harmless to one woman will be deeply unsettling for another. So don't paint everybody with the same brush. Without the cues of facial expressions, texts and phone calls are more prone to misinterpretation. What you might think is a light-hearted joke could come off as crude or offensive. An attempt at flirty banter might be seen as an unwanted advance. In the worst case scenario, such messages can lead to damaged relationships or could be labeled as inappropriate or disrespectful. So bear that in mind. Number six is ghosting. Ghosting, for those of you who don't know, is like an abrupt end of communication with someone um, without offering an explanation, right? It's like someone disappearing from a conversation mid-sentence, leaving the other person wondering if they said something wrong or if the ghoster is okay. You know, ghosting introduces some kind of skewed power dynamic where the ghoster takes control by ending communication, leaving the other person powerless, right? It's a passive aggressive move, avoiding confrontation or explanation and denying the other person closure. Now, if you feel the need to step back from a relationship or a conversation, it's respectful to just communicate that decision. You know, a brief message like, hey, I need some time to myself, or I don't think we're a good match, but I wish you the best, provides clarity. It gives them some closure. You know, it's always better to be upfront about one's feelings rather than leaving them in the dark. So bear that in mind. Number seven is about being too forward. Yep, guys, pay attention. The digital age has made it easier than ever to connect with people, but it's also made it easier to overshare. In our quest for instant gratification, we sometimes forget that building real connections actually takes time. It's important to be mindful of how much we share with others, especially when we're first getting to know them. Oversharing can make people feel uncomfortable and can damage relationships. It's better to take things slow and build trust over time. Then there are those guys who may feel like they're simply beyond reproach. They go from hello to vulgar and inappropriate within five minutes of engaging a woman. Please stop it. I mean, stop it. It's uncouth and it paints you in a very different light. Number eight is not respecting time or space. Now I'll tell you a personal experience. You need to hear this. So 
I met this guy once who I thought was cool, you know, and therefore looked forward to meeting and making his acquaintance, basically. Uh, we exchanged numbers. We went on our way, right? Next day, he calls. We spoke on the phone. We texted back and forth. It was fun. I mean, getting to know him in that short space of time. Now, fast forward to a month later, I started avoiding his calls and not responding to his messages in a bid to get him to just slow down, right? You know what changed? Shortly after we met, this guy wanted to take over my life. Literally, he wanted to call, text, hang out every day and wouldn't give me a break. To me, it felt as if he thought I didn't have a life before him and I quickly felt irritated. Guys, always be considerate about when you reach out to women. Wanting all of her time too soon could blow up in your face. A late night message or a call can come off as inconsiderate. Remember, just because it's convenient for you doesn't mean it's convenient for her. So don't flood her with messages, especially if she isn't responding as quickly as you want. Find a balance that respects both her time and yours. Remember, time is a non-renewable resource and how we choose to spend it speaks volumes. By being mindful of when we communicate, we not only respect the other person's time, but we also pave way for more meaningful and positive interactions. And finally, double texting before she's had a chance to reply to you. Are you guilty of this? Raise your hand. Let me see. I see you. <laughs> so double texting, simply put, is sending another message before getting a reply to the first one, right? It's an act that can stem from impatience, excitement, anxiety, or simply the desire for clarity. However, its reception varies from person to person. Double texting comes with some risks. It makes you appear needy or insecure, even if your attention is just eagerness. Repeated notifications can induce stress for the other person. Instead of fostering a positive conversation, you might unintentionally cause the other person anxiety. Your stream of messages can disrupt the flow of the conversation. I mean, by the time the person responds, the topic may have changed multiple times. Calm down, take it easy. She's not going anywhere yet. Let me wrap up this video. In summary, okay, phone etiquette is an extension of our social manners. By being mindful of these rules, not only do you showcase um, respect and consideration, but you also strengthen your relationships by enabling clear, meaningful, and respectful communication, right? The girl you're interested in and everyone else you text or speak to on the phone actually deserves no less. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunshine Girl podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with someone else who will find this information beneficial. I hope the conversations were great as well. And if they were, make sure you tune in again and subscribe to the channel. Turn on notifications so whenever I post a podcast, you're able to listen in and share once again. If you'd like to support this podcast, you absolutely can. You can become a supporter of this channel. Just search for it right here on this platform or you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Jessica OS. I would absolutely love all the support that I can get. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I'll see you again soon.